0: I started in Revelation chapter 12. Go ahead and hold your hand in Matthew 13. Go back to Revelation chapter 12 real quick for those of you that weren't in Sunday school. And I started with this verse and talking about deception and being deceived. And all the way back in the garden, it says that Eve was what? Eve was in the deception. Eve was deceived, right? Satan started with deception. One of his tools is deception. And I'll show you tonight some verses and things like that, but also one of the things that we have to be aware of is you, it, may, it may not be Satan deceiving you, just deceiving your own self. And you can deceive your own self that you're spiritual and you're not. Amen, amen, and amen. And I, I'm telling you, preacher included, and there's days and times there you want to make sure, you want to make sure that I don't just hear the word, but I believe the word and do the word. It's not what you know, it's what you do with what you know. Alright, if you just take the knowledge in, and take the preaching in, and take the hearing in, and those kind of things, and you don't apply it, you can get puffed up, and that little word pride gets in there, and that's what the devil looks for. He knows where to pounce, he's a lion, he's seeking whom he may devour, In Revelation chapter 12, verse 9 says this, he gives four, four names for the devil here, he says, "In the great dragon, so he's a dragon, was cast, where's he at? He's swimming in that great sea above you, right there, that's where he is, in the second heaven, that sea of glass up there, he's swimming around. But he's also that old serpent. That's what showed up the Eve. Called the devil. There's the third. And Satan. And look at the next words. Which deceiveth the whole world. So there's no there's no exceptions to who the devil can deceive. Every one of us are, are prey to deception. Either deceiving ourselves or being deceived by the enemy. So none of us are without, without exception. You, if you ever get the thought where I'm good, I don't sin, and I'm, I'm okay, and I don't have to worry about anything, you've opened up the door. Bible says, give no place to the devil. All right, so here in Matthew chapter 13, this is where I left off this morning. This is where I'm going to pick back up. <clears throat> you know what the devil has? He, the devil's looking for a heart that's ready to be deceived. You know, he's checking in, just checking on you, you know, know, he comes around there, sends his minions around there and stuff like that, and all he's doing is looking for that opportunity, that one opportunity where you feel low, feel bitter. He don't care how you feel, he's just trying to devour you. Aren't you glad God has mercy? Could you imagine if God had no mercy? You imagine what we deserve if we got what we deserve? See, the devil's trying to give it to you no matter what, he don't care about you. Now, he shows up as the angel of light and tries to deceive you that he cares and the world cares, but he does not care. He will devour you. He will destroy you. All right, so here in Matthew chapter 13 here, I gave this to you this morning. I'll come back to it here. Look at verse number 22, please, uh, with, the, with the parable of the sower and the seed. And it says in verse 22, he also that receiveth seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. All right, but when you hear the word, so he hears the word, and what happens? And the care of this world And the deceitfulness of riches, what does it do? It will choke, it will choke the word. And I'll just remind you again tonight, you can be deceived by prosperity. Just because you have things and everything's going well and you have health and maybe you have a job and maybe you have, we have a church and maybe we have things and man, life seems so good and man, everything's just going in my direction, man, everything's just kind of roses for us. Don't don't let that deceive you. That doesn't mean you're spiritual. Amen. Amen. You can be a hearer, you don't have the cares of the world, and man, I got riches, I got everything I need. I mean, man, me and God, we must be just like this tonight, and maybe you're as far apart as you've ever been. Because why? If you can get the cares of the world and the riches, well, you know what it can do? It could choke out the word. It can choke out the word. He says, and again, wealth can tear you away from the Lord. I went down that road this morning. I got the youngins in here tonight, so I'll just touch on it one more time here. Listen, Bible says, wealth gotten by vanity shall diminish. It's not money, it's not money, it's not money that meets your needs, it's God that meets your needs. Right. Young man. it's never the money, it's never the success, it's always God. You can go without money, Bible says there, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away, blessed be the name of the Lord. There's many that sit here tonight, in the world tonight, maybe not in here, but in the world tonight, that thought if they just got a million dollars, life would be good. You know money can destroy you. Money can control you money can hurt you money can choke the word money can say i don't need god that's deception Money's never the answer happiness is not in money happiness is not in a career happiness is not in things happiness is not happiness is in the lord and so that deception comes that way and he says be careful be careful here you have people that hear the word they hear the word the hearers of the word the problem is the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches you have cares and you can be deceived by what you think will help you go to first peter if you would it talks about the cares of this world you know you could be deceived by how you get what you think is help for your cares well it must have been god that met my need are you sure it was god i hope it's god it's God that comes in for the cares of this world. But you know what happens, you know, when the things come in and why well, I have all my needs met. She just gave a great testimony about the Lord providing for her tires. But you know what that was? That wasn't, a, 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 not, that wasn't her getting deceived by the devil. That was her understanding what God did for her. And whether you ever gave her another $800 or not, it's to God be the glory. To God be the glory. It wasn't in the money. It was in, in the provider and for the provisions. It wasn't by luck or chance or, you know, look out, you know, somebody out there in the world cares for me. No, God cares for you. Thank God he cares for you. Why? 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your care upon him for he careth for us. I want to get a hold of that. You can be deceived. You can be deceived by what comes our way and the riches go to Revelation chapter 3. Been here before a couple weeks ago. Come back to it tonight. Here's a church that was deceived. I told you this morning, no one knows your heart like God knows your heart. You don't even know your own heart. The Bible says your heart's desperately wicked, and who can know it? You can be deceived by your own heart. Amen. That's where all that love stuff comes in and stuff like that. You know, well, I'm in love. If you're 14, 15, 16, you're not in love. I'm just telling you. You're not. You're being deceived. Oh, my heart's breaking. I can't go another minute. Oh, cry cried tears in my pillow. I got it. I'm not mocking you, but I'm mocking you. I'm trying to make a point. You're being deceived. Your heart's deceiving you. Oh, my life is over. There's a thousand more to come. Am I preaching good? Come on, parents, help me out. I'm trying to help your kids out. Why? Because that stuff leads to kids doing a lot of bad things. Because the devil deceives them and thinks their world's coming in an and I'll never find anybody else to love me. I never loved that person like I love that person. You don't even know what love is at that age. Or maybe at 50. I'm just telling you, deception. Deception. Oh. You know why the world makes billions on love songs? Because you're deceived by a broken heart. Careful. Careful. Youngins, don't get so... I realize things begin to change when you get older and you start to get attractions and stuff. I'll just embarrass him. He's my son. He'll get over it. We're <laughs> you're glad you're not my son, not my kid. I got you. <laughs> I went through this. He's just going to reap what I had to reap. So we're in Gatlinburg. My son-in-laws and my daughters were up there, and Julie was up there walking with Riley, and Jack was up there with my, his brother-in-laws, and I'm in the back, and there was a bench full of girls right here. Well, I'm about this far behind Jack and Brother Todd, where Brother Todd is, and I'm just walking, and they have no idea who I am. I'm They are up there, and I'm back here. And he goes past them, and I'm out right here, and all three of those girls stand up and go, come back, come back, pointing to him, come back, come back. I'm laughing, I'm laughing. I said, you don't want him, you don't want him." <laughs> I got what happens, but I understand the deceitfulness that can come along with that stuff. You know what you do? You pray and ask God. Amen. Your relationship with God is more important than anything. Anything. Sorry, son, you can get me back later. <laughs> Revelation 3. Look what he says. Look at verse 14. It says and unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write these things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witnesses, and beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, and thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor, hot, cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. But thou sayest, here's your deception: I am rich. And increased with goods. See how you can get deceived with the increase of riches, with the riches of this world? Here's a church that says, No, we're good. We got things, we got everything, everything's good. Well, that's not how the Lord saw it. And increased with goods and have need of nothing. And knowest that, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, if you would, please. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Again, deception. I'm good. And the Lord's looking down and saying, no, you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind, you're naked. You're out of fellowship, you're being deceived. Deceptions crept in there. You're not in fellowship like you should be in fellowship. You're not in a position Abraham was in to say, thou fearest God, and put, lay it on the altar there. You, you, you better claim, you better uh, treasure that relationship. Deuteronomy chapter 8. <clears throat> Look in verse 10, please. If you're underlining your Bible, here's a great passage for you to Mark. Deuteronomy 8.10, talking about the importance of the word of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God. But you better be careful about taking credit for things. You don't have riches because of you. You have riches tonight because of God. You don't live in America tonight because of you. You just got born in America because of the grace of God. Amen, amen. Roof over your head because of the grace of God. Why? Look at the passage. Deuteronomy 8.10. When thou hast eaten and art full. That'll be in just a few minutes. Again, and you just did it a few hours ago. Did you just thank God you'd be able to eat? Do you know what a blessing it is to have three meals a day? Six or seven for some of us? I'm just saying. I'm talking about those that eat a little bit and a little bit. I'm not, let me move on. Target fixation there. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. might want to know that. He hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied here we go, here comes pride. Then thy heart be lifted up and thou Forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth out, uh, water out of the rock of Flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and thou might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou say in my, thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. You know you can be deceived by thinking you you made yourself. Everything you have came from God. All good gifts coming down from the Father above. It would do you well to bow your head in thanking. It'd do you well not to let pride get in there and say, well, look what I've done. No, but by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate the brain you gave me. Appreciate the abilities you gave me. Appreciate the opportunity to do the the work I do, the career I have, whatever it is, whatever it is you allow me to do, so I can make money to be a provider and pay the bills. I know I could do none of that. I'm not deceived by that, Lord. I know all that comes from you. The house I go home to tonight, the car I drive in, the things I have, Lord, I appreciate it, Lord. I didn't work. I work, but Lord, I didn't work hard to get them. I thank God you gave them to me, Lord. I appreciate the work you gave me to the work at and stuff like that. But I have nothing without you, Lord. Nothing. Don't you get deceived thinking you're a self-made person. I earned it. We earned hell. That's what we earned. For the wages of sin is death. death, But the gift of God is eternal life. Thank God for that. Don't let deception get in there. If you get anything, God gave it to you. God gave you the power to get it. Prosperity can be a curse. Prosperity can be a curse. You know, sometimes even a blessing can be a curse. You know, there's a lot of good things that we go through and we think of the Lord's has it and the Lord's in it and the Lord's not in it at all. Are we deceiving ourselves? Or maybe we even had some pride in there and haven't stopped and laid it on the altar as we preached this morning in Genesis 22. Now pride got it in there. Now there's something between me and the Savior. And the thing I'm about to do, although it may seem like a blessing and the right thing to do, it'll end up in a curse. It'll end up taking me farther away from God than closer to God. You better not be deceived by that. Everything God leads you in draws you closer to him, not further away from him. Amen. Amen and Amen. take your Bible and go to Galatians please Galatians chapter 6 again deception, being deceived deceit, you can study that word it's a great word study in your Bible I don't want to be deceived I don't want to deceive myself aren't you glad you have a book that's light in a dark place to give you instructions to give as a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path but it's all about your heart ladies and gentlemen your heart can deceive you. Your heart better be, better be covered with, the, as we read in uh, Psalm 119, cleansed by the Word of God, washing by the Word of God, filled with the Spirit of God, so the deception can't get you. So here in Galatians chapter 6, I think this is a verse that we're, we're easily deceived by. I don't think we always believe this verse. Look at verse 7. Be not, what's the word please? God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 8, please. Ecclesiastes 8. Well, preacher, you know, I I mean, I never have reaped for, you know, I know, well, first of all, you bow your head and thank God for his mercy. I'm glad I don't always reap everything I deserve to, be re- to reap for my life and, my, and all the things I do and stuff like that. I appreciate the mercy of God. But young men, ladies, you li- young ladies, people, you listen to me. That's a, that is a doctrine of the, of the Bible. You reap what you sow. And you don't get to choose when the reaping comes in. Amen. It could be years. The Lord let you go along and let you go along, but I'm telling you what, When it's time, it's time, and you may reap, and you don't want you, so you better sow right things. Why? Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 8. I'm just telling you, you're not getting away with it. You're not getting away with it. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Look at verse 11, please. Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, we're like when we were kids, we just thought our parents forgot about it. And every one of you prayed that prayer when you were a kid. Especially if you got in trouble in church. I prayed my dad had amnesia before the time we got home. Most of the time he took care of it in church. But there were a few times where he would just say, Wait till I get home. Most of the time it was executed speedily. Other times it was, Wait till I get home. Well, I was praying for the rapture. I was praying for amnesia. I was praying for a car wreck. I was praying for anything. Why? I didn't want judgment. But you know what happened when we got home? It came. And the Bible tells you in Galatians chapter 6 what you sow, you reap. To me, that's one of the scary verses in the Bible. Because I've sown some things, and you've sown some things. And again, I thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. And don't, you don't, I understand all that, and that's what you plead and thank God for. It. But I'm telling you, there's probably some things in my life, as I go along in my life, when things happen, I can look back in some of the other times where I've sown some things way back when, and maybe that's just coming to roots at that time. I appreciate his mercy. I appreciate it getting through me. But maybe I deserve some things. So don't listen. You better be careful what you sow. Amen, 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 amen. You be careful. Why well, look what he says again. Ecclesiastes. 8.11, because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore, you know what happens? Uh, well, if nothing happened this time, I can just keep on doing it. That's deception. That's the definition of you being deceived. Just because the Lord had mercy maybe the first time, just like your mom and dad, and others may have had mercy on you and gave me maybe an opportunity. Okay, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out, stop, don't do it again. Don't do it again. And that warning comes, and you know the Bible, and it gives you a warning against it, and you're going to reap what you sow. But just because you didn't get judged that time, and the Lord didn't whip you that time, you're like, oh, I'll just continue on. I'll just do it. And, oh, you better be careful. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Right. And here it says here, and here's what happens to us. We think, well, then it must, God must not care. God must be okay with it. I'm telling you right now, God's not okay with one sin, not one. Amen. And it says here, therefore, the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. And that's the deception. Well, I mean, God must be okay with it. I mean, I got a little enjoyment, some pleasure, and I must have got away with it. And then your heart begins set to do evil. And I'm telling you, you're going to reap it. You better stop it. You better believe Galatians, Galatians 6. Don't let the devil come in there and deceive you. Don't be deceived by that principle, that truth, that doctrine. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Can you imagine mocking God? I would never mock God. Well, you mock God when you get your heart set towards evil and sin, don't think God, you don't have no judgment towards that thing. Because there is a judgment for it. He reminds you of it. And he reminds me of it. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I'll hurry. 1 Corinthians 15 Again, just a simple word study from Sunday school. Deceit, deceived, deceitfulness. Bible says in the tribulation time that the, the Antichrist, he, he would deceive the whole world, even the very elect if God didn't step in. You might want to get a hold of that because you have the spirit of Antichrist today, Antichrist today, and if that book don't step in, you can be deceived and I can be deceived. You better keep the word of God in you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, here's another one for today. Here's a big one for today. Why? I told you this morning, I don't know when the internet started. I should have looked it up this afternoon. But you are being influenced by so many things today. So many areas. You have access to people you never had access to before. Including fellow Bible believers and fellow saved people across the world and stuff like that. And just because someone calls them a Bible, self a Bible believer or a Christian, you better be careful with that. You don't know them and they don't know you on the internet. A lot of deception happens. Amen, amen. I got it. You're going to do what you're going to do. I'm just up here to warn you. I'm going to show you what it says here. But I'm telling you, young people, you be careful there. Parents, you be careful. The influence will come. We got texts from Africa when Riley was in the hospital from people, from missionaries. I mean, you have access to the whole world. So you have so much communication coming your way now. And you know what happens to us? We get deceived, and we don't go seek the older ladies and the aged men for advice. We look for people our age that are in agreement with what we're in agreement with, and we seek them out just to get a stamp of approval. You're not looking for a stamp of approval. You're looking for truth. Don't get deceived by that. You can find people that believe, okay, well, I I found this group of people, and they agree with me. Well, you're not looking for people to agree with you. You want to be in agreement with God. Don't get deceived. It's everywhere. Why? Look at 1 Corinthians 15. Well, you know, they won't influence me. You'd be surprised how much you're influenced. Amen. We all get influenced by someone. So he says in 1 Corinthians 15, look at 33. I mean, don't they have people that get paid just to influence you? I forget what they're called, and don't say it because I don't care. Social media influencers, or whatever they're called. Now, I do care. Somebody tell me what they're called. Disinfluencers? I mean, you can't even watch golf anymore. They got all, it's stupid. But don't you think the devil knows? Influence you to do what? Not be in agreement with God. Influence you towards evil. I'm not that easily deceived, really. Really? Some of you, let me just move on. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. I'm telling you, you better be careful. A whole vast thing that maybe never had to be dealt with until just the last 20, 30, 40 years in history, however long it's been there, where you have the influence of millions. Literally millions and billions of people are on the same things you're on. Why do you think the ads pop up? To influence you to eat ice cream. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen, man. They know when you're hungry, they know what you like. Your receipt tracks you. Don't be deceived. They're tracking you, they know all about you. Just talk into your microwave when you get home. Say hello. Count every dollar, because there's one on the floor. (laughs) Boys, before we have any invitation or anything, we're going to pick that up. (laughs) See this thing right here? They know you. This thing that you carry with you everywhere you go? You think, oh, I'm not being influenced. They know you. They know you. I say hello to them all the time. (laughs) I said, praise God. I I witness to them when I'm talking to people. You think, oh, preacher, well, I'm just telling you, I know some people that are in that stuff, and they know more about you than you'll ever know. But this thing influences you. YouTube influences you. Be careful what you watch. You, can't, you will be influenced. Not me. You're deceived. Why do you think young people are doing foolish things? Young, people, young men, listen to me, don't get influenced by that thing. Other, other young people are doing foolish things doesn't mean you do foolish things. Amen. It's deception. There It looks like fun. It's not fun. It'll kill you. Tick, tick, tac, tick, tock. Sorry, I got it. I'll get it. Tick, tac, tick, tock. Doesn't matter. Stupid. You have a Bible. I got it. I'm on it tonight. I'm just going to be on it. Why you're deceived? Oh, I need it. You need Jesus. You need more time with God than you need TikTok. And every foolish thing they're influencing you on to to swallow, do whatever, be foolish, all this side of stuff that could cost you your life. And why do you think young people today are are, are suffering with depression as young as five, six, seven years of age and wanting to do horrible things and taking their lives and stuff like that? They're being influenced. Amen. Well, I look at 1533. Be not deceived. Lucas, do me a favor. Pick that up, please, and put it on the money tree everybody sees us doing it. Thank you, sir. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt. Corrupt good manners. Go to Proverbs 13, please. Evil communications corrupt. you. I'll fix them. You won't fix them. They'll corrupt you. That's why, young people, you don't ever date a lost person. They'll corrupt you. They'll corrupt you. They'll influence you in the other direction before you'll ever influence them towards God. You'll never change them. That's why before you get married, you make sure you know what you have because you're not going to change him after you're married and you're not going to change her after you're married. You better know what you have ahead of time because once you're in it, you're in it. You ain't looking for a way out. Although you might want a way out, you chose it. You. Amen, preacher. Amen. You better amen that for your kids. Well, I've seen many. I've seen many say, "Well, I'll change them when we get married." Uh, you know, don't take them on as a project. Build Legos. Get a hobby, not a wife or a husband. Proverbs thirteen twenty. You might want to underline this, young people. Underline this in your Bible preacher's getting older I just my heart is to make sure I lay it, the foundation all the foundation I can lay you and give you that book and mark it in your Bible the Lord takes me off the scene takes us off the scene you're young as to come behind you at least you got some things in your Bible that can help you marked here's one of these great verses to mark in your Bible he that walketh with wise men shall be wise better choose your friends wisely better choose who you hang around wisely you better choose who influences you wisely. You better choose who has access to you through this thing wisely. You know a lot of people you, you have access to you through this thing. You don't even know them. Yep. And you're listening to some of the foolishness stuff they give you. And you're taking it like it's like the greatest advice ever given to you. And maybe it's the devil deceiving you through that influence. But look at the rest of the verse, please. But a, and there's the word, companion of fool's shall be destroyed. You know a fool's already a fool. It's the companion hanging around the fool that gets destroyed. It's the getaway driver in the car that has to serve as much time as the joker that went in and robbed the store. It's you just being in the wrong place with the wrong friends at the wrong time. It's the companion of fools that gets destroyed. Youngins, you if you're with someone there and they do something there along the way there they break the law or something and you're with them you go to jail too Why? I didn't do anything you were with the wrong crowd they influenced you in the wrong way brought you into the wrong stuff you pay the price also so the verse warns you what a great warning don't be deceived don't be influenced don't hang around them you're not going to make them better they're going to make you worse heed the advice take heed from the Bible Listen, parent, that's why you're called a parent. You get to tell your kids who they can and can't be around. Well, they won't listen to me. Yes, they can. Yes, they will. Just apply the right correction. Amen, amen. Well, you know, know, I just trust my kid. You know, I trust their judgment. You're being deceived. You better make some judgment for them. There's things you see that they don't see. They're young. They've got some things there, and their eyes are a little bit blinded, and they just are a little naive to things and stuff like that. Especially when it comes to boy girl stuff and stuff like that. Parent, you better pay attention. Amen. The influence there. There's some things sometimes as a parent back there, you're like, whoa, hang on now. We ain't going down that road. And you have the power to shut it down. Shut it down. Why? It can be influencing the wrong thing. Mess. In a hurry. The companion of fools, I see the clock, I must hurry, and I got like six more pages. I won't go through it all tonight. I'll finish it another time. <laughs> People will say they're gonna change me. People say they, they won't change me. They're not gonna influence me. I'm not being influenced. You know the news influences you? The the news controls your emotions sometimes. Just does. It's a great illustration. I right, you know, I don't believe that they're all liars, and why do you listen to it so much? <laughs> because because you want the news. And it influences you. It can make you have a good day or a bad day. It can make you scared or not scared. All they have to say is there's run on toilet paper and you're all going to go buy toilet paper yeah. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they can create any crisis they want to create. And we're influenced by it. The next thing worse than COVID is coming. Well, I got some good news for you. Something better than COVID coming. It's called Jesus Christ. He'll get us out of here. And if something worse came, he took care of you then. He'll take care of you if something else worse comes. You don't have to live in fear and anxiety. But you see how they control you? Oh, oh no. What's the next thing? I mean, every time I open a box, that says made from China. Or, you know, you put those masks on and stuff like that. (coughs) They're killing us. I'm just joking. But the influence of it, right? In your mind, you think the Chinese are trying to kill you. And maybe they are. But to die is gain. <laughs> but you see how you're influenced? You're easy, we can be easily influenced in any direction to make you live in fear. And they control you with fear. Don't eat meat. Why? You know it's a doctrine of devils not to eat meat? You do know that, right? There's stuff in meat that God put in the meat that you can only get from meat. Now, I God, if you can't eat meat, don't eat meat. You'll eat meat at the Mary's Supper of the Lamb. Amen. I'm with you, man. Why do you think God put it in there It's a doctrine of devils? Where do you think the deception comes to put away meat and everything now is meatless? I told you I ate that. What's that thing called, Jack? I ate the burger that has no meat in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Impossible burger. Well, I, I said, "Give me a burger." I was at the hospital. Give me a burger. I'm sitting there eating that thing. I'm like, "It's a little strange, but it's it tastes all right." They put enough sauce on it, and I think I was down there visiting with Stephanie, and she's like, "You know, preacher, that has no meat in it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vegan burger. A what? <laughs> a vegan burger." <laughs> So this thing has no me- I mean, you think of something processed or whatever's in that thing. I don't know what's in that thing. But I'm just telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you have a Bible. And we're influenced. We're easily influenced. If they told you tomorrow you better go do this or this is gonna happen to you, you're gonna fall right in line. You better you better fall in line with, you better fall in line with that book. And say, Lord, I want my heart to be deceived. I don't want to be deceived by myself. I don't want to be deceived by the world, the flesh, the devil, and those things there, Lord. I appreciate the Bible. I don't have to live in fear. I don't have to live in anxiety. My God shall supply all your need. And Lord, I get it. And Lord, maybe there's some wisdom there and I'll pray over some things and stuff like that. But I'm not going to let the world control me with fear. The devil control me with fear. And that's what they want to do. You're easily influenced. We're all easily influenced. I'll come to false teachers that will deceive you on 2 Peter on Thursday night because I'm going to hit that as we get into 2 Peter chapter 2. But I'll leave it with you this. God knows more about you than you know about yourself. Be careful with the influences that are out there. I'm telling you, social media is one of those places there. And many of you said, well, I'm never going to get on it again, and you're right back on it. There's a draw to it. There's something in your flesh inquiring minds want to know. And you think, well, people need to know about me and I need to know about them. You need to know about God. And you be careful of the influence of your life. Be careful. You know Hollywood influences you. They influence your hairstyle, your dress style, your shoe style, and all that kind of stuff. They, They know how to influence you. The devil knows how to influence. He knows what draws your attention and what gets your attention to get you and get you in the wrong direction. Be careful. Deception. Evil communications corrupt good manners it's a companion of fools that shall 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 be destroyed help me follow your thank